his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about. Basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, all right, all right. Reading now from WWL.com. Headline reads, House sends permitless concealed carry bill to Landry's desk. Ian Ozan writes, the bill's champions say that allowing Louisiana residents to carry concealed guns without a permit will deter crime because it would allow law-abiding citizens to intervene when a crime takes place. Opponents say allowing permitless concealed carry will allow people who are not properly trained in handling firearms to carry a gun, which could possibly lead to more shootings. Opponents also believe permitless concealed carry will put law enforcement officers in danger while taking away an officer's ability to stop a possible criminal when they spot someone carrying a concealed gun. Governor Landry has vowed to sign the bill into law. Courtney P. has an article up here. It says, uh, what would constitutional carry look like? Joe Lapinto, the sheriff of uh, Jefferson Parish, he says the bill isn't inherently earth-shattering. I don't think it's the end of the world, Lapinto says. Things won't change much. However, he does not say that all situations are created equal. In a place like New Orleans, could use the tighter restrictions as opposed to some of the smaller jurisdictions in the state. The sheriff also points out the landscape of gun owners will change over time and we will find more untrained novices behind the barrel of a gun. What I don't like about it is getting away from the training, Lapinto says. Think, three years from now, there's no training at all because nobody was able to maintain the business of firearms training now that it is no longer required. Yeah, I don't like that either. We're literally going to put the people that do firearms training out of business. So even if I want firearms training, I can't get it in Louisiana. That's a that's an objectively bad things. And I know there's a lot of, you know, different things to put in different buckets about whether or not this is a good or bad thing. I think there being no training available at all is insane. That's a terrible thing. Now, I'm not an expert in firearms law. But we got something here in the studio that I think is going to offer 
uh, a sort of final answer on this. So, uh, Coleman? Ask the eight ball. Will the new constitutional carry permit make Louisiana more safe? No. Damn. Well, it was a nice thought. Let's go to Joe in Gentilly. Joe, you're on the air. Good afternoon. Well, hey, dude. I just want to say, um, you know, kind of guns are everywhere. You know, like uh, people can, a young 17-year-olds can kind of break into cars and steal guns and all that stuff. And they don't have, uh, what do you call that, a permit to carry, if you know what I mean. They yeah. stole it, you know what I mean. They just passing them around. So the weirdest thing is that I'm, I'm in the camp of saying that you ought to um, arm the good guy. You know, like sure. if you arm the good guys, you might have something. Now, I just want to pivot real quick. Okay. And then one-time pricing that you said, you know, like um, with the Wendy's Oh, and Wendy's, stuff, yeah. Man, yeah, you remember that? Yeah. The weird thing is that the whole world works on one-time pricing. It, I think it's over your pay grade, but the weirdest thing is that <laughs> – Okay. The airline industry operates on on that concept. You, if you try to book yeah. a flight, a flight in ten minutes, how much you think you're going to pay over over regular price? A lot, probably a lot. Okay. Now, if if you book a month in advance, you're going to be the same. You're going to be a lot better. If you if you try to book at five o'clock when people can't get through traffic and all that stuff and they got to pay more for the stuff, but look, let me pivot again. What, now, Joe, stop pivoting. You got to give me a chance to respond what? to some of this, man. Okay, so well, no, well, okay, yeah, you yeah, yeah. You do. Months. You have to let me respond to some of this. Um, so oh, look, yeah. it, okay, all right. Time. Cool. I love well, your time. Yeah, thank you. Now listen, the reason airlines incentivize us to buy our tickets ahead of time is it makes it easier for them on the logistical side of things to account for where the planes are going to be, where the crews are going to be, how much fuel they need at this airport or that airport. Same they got to they staff all this stuff. Same thing with Wendy's. You, but Wendy's already knows when we're going to eat lunch. No, we don't know. We never know exactly when somebody's going to call, how much it's going to be, what the weather's going to be like, if there's a traffic jam and all that stuff. That's what they're talking about. Now, would you let me pivot if you don't mind? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, thank you. And then, look, the weirdest thing is that when we talk about immigration, I love it. Man, I got people, like, doing my, my roof. I got I, I went to, to Guatemalans, and the kids are the smartest I've ever seen in my life. They're most respectable I've ever seen in my yeah. life. I just loving all this stuff. It's okay. crazy. Yeah. But the weirdest thing is that Venezuela, it's a fact. They're opening their prisons and they're releasing them into America. They will not accept American. They won't from America. They won't accept Venezuelans coming back. Now, the one thing I want to say is that, um, man, I'm gonna tell you this one thing. The one thing, Trump Joe. Was go always ahead. right. We should have shut the border. We need to shut the border, and then I'll just let you go with that. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. I'm glad you got your chance to say one thing. I think I counted like six things, but we're all here to do. We're all here to he do. You did the week's worth of shows in two minutes. I know, man. I, I didn't have enough notes in here to take care of all that for you. Joe, thanks for being a part of the show, my guy. Let's go to James on the North Shore. You're on the air, bud. Man, Ian, I'm, I'm about to give you six more things, all right, buddy? Oh, God, so all right. Ready. All right, bring it on. It's coming. Okay, so first with the guns, they say, well, the thugs got guns. 
so the good guys should have guns. But I read in my Bible, don't repay evil with evil. So don't go after evil, because there's a little bit of evil in there when, all right, well, they got guns, so we're going to get guns, and we're just going to shoot it out, and then there's going to be poor people in the street who are going to, you know, I don't know, it's a horrible idea. But, but through all what's going on with the law changing right now, I want people to understand when it gets hot in the kitchen, go to the cream because the cream rises to the top. And that's what's going to happen with the good kids and the good people out here. Remember that, kids. Cream rises to the top. Don't be flustered by what's going on. Find power within yourself to power up and rise to the top. And then to your um, news bomb. You talked about uh, Biden and the people in Michigan not being happy with what he was doing. It's in God's time. It's not in Trump's time. It's not in Biden's time. What Biden's trying to do, especially over there with the Palestinians and at the border, he's trying to find plans and get it to work. But people have to understand right now, with the Republicans running the House, we've got to do things a certain way. So don't get upset. Don't get flustered. It's in God's time. It's not Biden's or Trump. So don't get all upset. And then to Apple and Google, these freaking billion-dollar companies, what they need to be doing is making create rooms in inner cities, um, in the inner cities and in little small country towns. Where you got, imagine an Apple create room where you go, like like a create. A, what a is a create room? What do you, what is that? What are you talking about? I don't know what that is. So a create room is where we got computers, we got cameras set up, okay. so kids can go in there and have the full. Um, online, the full tech experience. All right. Learning how to code, learning how to edit movies. So, because they got these products, a lot of people come in there and learn with their products. And they got all this extra money. They could open these create rooms. Kids ain't got nowhere to go. That would be such a great place to be able to go to somewhere where you can learn more about these. You can learn about the, the goggles they want to put over your eyes, all that. They could have these in these create rooms. And it would give kids. Now that we got all these laws and it's dangerous to hit the streets, go hit the create room. Come up with something. Get little, you know, little crews yeah. of clubs inside the create room. I think it's a great idea. More. I think it's a great idea. Hell yeah, man. Rock. And one more thing. The insurance people, we I talked about the insurance yesterday. And I understand, look, they're looking look, this way. It's kind of how I think insurance and, and all things are looking at it. Because now they got 5G. They can see everything everyone's doing. They know Bobby's over there ordering Amazon. They know he's over there doing a little bit of online gaming. And they know he's got medical marijuana. So they're looking at that like, well, man, if Bobby can get all this, well, he can pay a little bit on his medical bill. Oh, I, I see mean, what you're getting right, at. Wait, wait, at the same time, they got luxury boats. They got luxury cars. Well, look, you could pay more taxes. <laughs> you don't want to do that. I want to pay more for my bills because, yeah, because if the little bit of money I'm, someone spends on gaming, yeah. or I mean, it ain't like tons of money. Like yeah. me, if I game, I said dollar bet, man. I but hear you. Looking at like, well, he got money for this. He got money. To, no, we're trying to. At the same time, I'm trying to stay up to have money so I can buy my own home and be a home owner. I, I love be it. a homeowner. Yeah. If I'm getting these big bills. All right, love James. You, I love you. you too, brother. Chop wood, carry water. Let's go to Margie on the West Bank. Margie, what's going on today, ma'am? Hi. Well, two things. What, the beads? No more beads at all they're going to be able to throw? Uh, just at that one parade, ma'am. And I think they're still going to throw glass oh. beads. And, you know, they got, like, fancy beads that are made of recycled papers, some stuff like that. But, yeah, the the, the, the cheapo plastic beads, the Kruferet's not going to throw those anymore. Well, the, the uh, ARC, we, we would bring all our uh, beads to the ARC uh, 
facilities yeah. for them for them to uh, separate them. So that'd have been terrible if it would have been all the parades. Oh no! I, also, yeah. I don't think yeah. we're quite there yet, Margie. Yeah, um, we had we're in Tennessee. Uh, stopped at a fast food place and. A grandpa, I guess, with his young, maybe a nine-year-old grandson, walks in the uh, in the restaurant with his gun in his holster on his side. Mm-hmm. Kind of freaky. <laughs> that that freaked you out? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I thought I was in the old Wild West. Is is and now, Margie? Kind of like stick with me for a minute and kind of. Tell me, like, what about that made you uncomfortable? Because it doesn't sound like the guy was going to commit a crime. Like you said, he was in there with his grandson. no, no. It looks like, well, I'm afraid somebody's going to do something, so I'm carrying the gun to make sure they don't. So it made you feel like... it was not concealed. Yeah. Yeah. Because that guy was carrying a gun in there, that made you feel like, oh, this is a place where I'm not safe, and maybe now I need to have a gun too, right? Not because of him. but because of whoever yeah, he was no, afraid of. I didn't, I didn't think I, I was afraid um, that I was not safe. It was just kind of really kind of freaky that yeah. somebody's carrying a gun and it's like in Tennessee. You know, not, yeah, sometimes. Not the Wild West. Yeah, indeed. All right, Margie, thanks a lot for the call. You get in touch anytime, okay? And let's tuck in Jimmy Gretna. Go. Hey, buddy, I'll make it quick. Look, Stevie Nicks has been in New Orleans since Saturday night. She showed up in a plane. She came off the plane in, in a cloak, all mysterious looking. Uh, the first night of the tour is tonight at the arena. Um, but uh, I'll give you all a little bit of homework. Two good shows tonight. You got Stevie Nicks at the arena, uh-huh. and you also have that band Trapped tonight yeah. at Southport Hall. Now, they had that one song, Headstrong. Maybe Coleman can play that <laughs> for some uh, some yeah, bumper music, but sure. this is the thing. Screw it. Get you headstrong guys ready. tell me, get headstrong ready from trap. And look, you guys tell me because I heard something along the lines of that that this singer for trap got docked for saying something or doing something wrong. And actually, some of the shows have been empty because of something he said. I don't know exactly what he did wrong, but can y'all tell me what this dude did wrong exactly to? lead to so so many empty shows on the trap tour i, I don't know he did reading now yeah the cancer culture cancer culture is coming after this trap guy and the show tonight at southport hall for trap might be empty because of it it looks like he was popping off on his twitter about trump's travel ban for chinese nationals he said it's been over 50 years since the civil rights act was passed move the f on and knock that damn chip off your shoulder Without more, and he does this, oh, yeah, okay, and it's because of racist and buffoon. All right, yeah, I can see he kind of stepped in it there, you know. Uh, I don't know if I would have used the official band's Twitter to do that, but uh, we're all here to do what we're all here to do. We'll step away and get a look at traffic, and when we come back, we'll be speaking to Tyler Bridges, who's a staff writer for the Times-Picayune and New Orleans Advocate. I also want to hear from you. Is this permitless carry bill that louisiana governor landry is going to sign is that going to make you feel more protected or more vulnerable just like margie said you know sometimes when people walk in and they're open carrying in a place where you're not expecting to see a gun if you're a person that's around guns all the time maybe that won't have a measurable effect on you but for the rest of us that suggests one of two things like maybe a this guy could possibly be a danger of some sort. I don't know anything about this guy. Or B, he's brought a gun into this cracker barrel because he thinks it's unsafe. Is it unsafe? 
I don't know. Let's listen to Trap for a second, and we'll go to traffic. I'll be, you know, well, I'll be right in. back. What? I'm, I'm lost. How many directions did the show just change in the last 10 minutes? I don't, we just covered 14 topics in the last 14 minutes. I'm pretty impressed with y'all, actually. Really. Well done. That's, that's, some, that's some good radio. <laughs> Slaps! His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? ...a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, look, it's Louisiana's new theme song. Big response to that last segment and all those kind of that sort of fire hose of topics that we covered there. I'm going to get to some of your text messages in just a few moments. I'm stacking up some calls, too. I see Brian and a couple others. I'm going to get to you guys as quickly as I can. Hang on. But first, my friend and yours, Tyler Bridges, a staff writer for the Times Picking in New Orleans Advocate, is joining us. Tyler, thanks for being on the show with us today. Ian, greetings from the uh, Louisiana State Capitol. Hey, all right. Well, tell us what's going on up there. Give us all the latest. Kind of a lot is happening all at once here. Right. So the legislature is in the second special session of the year. The first one was in January, called by the new governor, Jeff Landry. And now Governor Landry has got lawmakers in for a second time. And this uh, session has a very, very clear focus, which is passing uh, legislation that would uh, toughen penalties uh, it's an anti-crime session, and uh, we're nearing the end of the session, is, is, and the governor does seem to be in pretty good control. How do Democrats and Republicans differ in the way that they're viewing this session? Is there any sort of overlap? Is there some sort of compromise? They're agreeing on some bills, but there are sharp differences. Uh, for example, earlier today, the uh, House Louisiana House gave final passage to a bill that conservatives call uh, constitutional carry. Um, it would allow people to uh, purchase handguns without getting the, the, the training that until now has been required. And uh, Republicans are strongly in favor of that and provided the margin for victory, whereas uh, almost all Democrats are p- opposed, saying that this, uh, you know, uh, putting more guns in the, in the hands of people who are not trained is, is going to increase crime. Yeah, I think that's kind of been the case with a lot of these reform bills that are being pitched. I was reading a piece from uh, Jeff Asher this morning who spoke to Chelsea Brasted. He says it feels like a lot of this is trying to fix the Saints quarterback problems by drafting a center fielder. 
there is plenty of evidence that some of these reforms specifically, uh, in, in particular in regard to constitutional carry, I think we're the 28th state with constitutional carry now. I don't think there is concrete evidence that this does actually reduce crime. What is Republicans' response to that argument? Yeah, no, certainly, Ian, that is the argument Democrats are making. The Republican argument is very much focused on the feeling that crime is rampant. Uh, we were elected to, to deal with the crime problem. So is this governor. Um, and they have brought in victims of crimes and they've made it emotional. And they're playing on, uh, probably it's fair to say, the fears of the public. And, and uh, those arguments are working. Uh, interestingly enough, um, the governor is uh, running into trouble and in getting a bill that would expand uh, the ability to execute people um, and some of the, and additional ways to execute people. I think it's not been, uh, it's been since 2010 mm-hmm. that somebody's been executed in the state, and the bill was supposed to come up for final passage in the Senate uh, today, and they're putting it off till tomorrow, and it's a very close vote. Uh, so some of the opponents of m- most of many of these bills, including the constitutional carry, worry that this is actually going to hinder progress that was made since 2017 when John Bell Edwards passed this bipartisan, this bipartisan uh, reform bill. And the Democrats will they'll point to these studies that say these hyper tough on crime reactive policies do not effectively reduce crime when you don't pair them as part of a twin holistic approach that improves the problems in our society that lead to these crime rates in the first place, your, your drug addiction, your mental health, your, your, your bad schools, your bad hospitals, your poor job opportunities. Do Republicans have good faith answers for any of that or, or no? Um, you know, for example, on the, on the, on the gun bill, they say um, we need to put more guns in the hands of law abiding citizens. Uh, the best thing, to counter somebody, a bad person with a gun is a good person with a gun. Uh, but, um, you know, re- you remember, Ian, that Louisiana has been number one or number two in an incarceration rate in the country. And John Bell Edwards, the previous governor, tried to change that. And in, in, in one of the major ways was passed by in 2017, passing that uh, justice reinvestment initiative. Uh, but the current governor and legislature are moving in the opposite direction uh, again, with these anti-crime uh, policies, they're going to put more people in prison. Is there a sense, Tyler, at least among the legislators, that that's just kind of like a, hey, screw you, we're going to undo what you did, even though there's no concrete evidence that what you did is not working or is making the problem worse? Is this just a political move? Well, sure, everything they do in this building is political. <laughs> I guess, but I think, yeah, uh, of course. I think Republicans are, are making the point that they were elected on uh, an anti-crime platform last year, and now they have a two-thirds majority in the, in the House and the Senate, and this governor ran on an anti-crime platform last year, and so did the attorney general, and then now they're in power, so they're going to enact, enact the policies that they, they think the, the public wants. Yeah, well, elections matter. Um, Okay, so the concealed carry is kind of sucking all the oxygen out of the room today, but I want to make sure I get an update as well on juvenile crime. Can you provide any sort of update on the proposed changes regarding prosecuting juveniles as adults? Yeah, that's uh, one of the changes from uh, Governor Edwards and, again, that bipartisan legislature that you mentioned was to treat 17-year-olds in the the juvenile um, justice system And uh, the Republicans are saying that juveniles, uh, 17-year-olds, have been committing too many crimes, and they now have to 
automatically be treated as 18-year-olds. So the, the critics of that say uh, you don't want to put 17-year-olds in with uh, hardened criminals. That uh, It's just going to mean that when they get out of prison, they're more likely to commit crime. But, uh, again, this tough-on-crime mentality here in the Capitol uh, is, has the legislature saying, nope, um, we got to we got to try them as adults. Okay, so the session is expected to finish early this week. Can you give us any other insight on the expected timeline for any other bills that may, you know, get pointed towards Governor Landry's desk in the next day or two? Um, Yeah, there there are some uh, legislation uh, dealing with um, uh, post-conviction appeals where somebody who's been convicted and and maybe two or three or even more years down down the road, their evidence comes out to show that one of the prosecution witnesses lied uh, or new evidence appears, and uh, this legislature and governor are making it harder for those those conviction appeals to be made. The Innocent Project in New Orleans says that 46 people who are wrongly convicted have been freed uh, in recent years, and that the, the legislation that's going through aims to curtail that. Do these Republican supermajorities, did you hear anybody at any point express any sort of concern or at least acknowledgement that what they're doing, broadly speaking, in some in some of these bills in particular, are not popular? And do they worry about there being a public blowback? Do they worry that some of them are going to lose their seats because of this stuff? Well, I, I think generally uh, being anti-crime is, a, is, is traditionally a winning platform in Louisiana, and that's yeah. why the state has had number one incarceration rate in the country. So I, I think the, that uh, Republicans, I think, are pretty, feel pretty comfortable that the public's behind them and, and this governor, too. All right. We'll stop there. Tyler, thank you for your time today. Appreciate you uh, joining in. Enjoy the rest of your time in Red Stick, man. All right. Thanks, Ian. Absolutely. All right. Let's tuck in uh, Brian in Mid-City. Brian, you're on the air, friend. Hey, always a pleasure, man. Um, back when I was in high school, I, at St. Bernardo shooting center, I took the basic pistol class. I took the tactical pistol class, which is a lot of street survival, which is similar to the concealed carry class, class, but more in depth. And I had the home protection class. And because of that, my parents let me have a loaded, uh, Colt 45 in my room. And there was never a problem with that because I was, you know, I, I earned that responsibility and I was properly trained and everything. Then I went in the Marine Corps. And I got trained with the M9 9mm, uh, you know, from that all the way up to my favorite weapon of war, the 40mm Mark 19 uh, machine gun, you know, vehicle mounted. But anyway, and then after, sometime after that, during college, you know, security guard training, which is ho-hum. Uh, and then uh, I did the NOPD firearms class for the NOPD Reserve Division along with tactical shotgun. And... Uh, and then, if, then uh, I was allowed to get a concealed carry permit, af- you know, after NOPD, using my DD-214 discharge paper, you know, because they they they'll let veterans substitute that for training, uh-huh. uh, which I don't 100% disagree with, because uh, the Marine Corps doesn't uh, educate you that well on deadly force. Because when you're protecting a secured area or government property, deadly force is authorized. Different story in the civilian world. Mm-hmm. Now. As far as the concealed carry class itself, a lot of them are pretty substandard. And the, what differs that from a driver's license is that every before you renew your concealed carry permit, you have to go through the same dreary, boring class all over again. They don't offer intermediate or advanced 
tactical pistol classes for concealed carry class renewals. Okay, yeah. that's what they don't tell you. That that that's the pro- that's the problem. That is obnoxious. Uh, now later on, that's, yeah, yeah, it really is. If you if you're getting a class for renewal and concealed carry permit, it should be an advanced tactical pistol class or intermediate level, so you can learn something new yeah. and you can, you know, go through some gr- some grueling one thousand round pistol class where you 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 form this bond with your pistol like it's a tool you have confidence in. But if you get into a deadly force situation, you're able to focus on the situation because you're not afraid of what the gun is going to do in your hand, which is one of the things that training does for you, okay? Including my stint in police work. Yes, I've gotten into a few deadly force situations, but I never shot anybody because I was able to handle the situation, Wow. Instead of panicking and shooting, which a few police rookies have done, panicked and shot, sprayed and prayed. You know, you look at that video with the acorn falling on a car and a cop thinks that it's an bullet impact and he starts he starts shooting Mm -hmm. when when acorn falls. He looks that one up on YouTube. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. It was was plenty Uh, of videos like that. Yeah. All right, Brian. Hey, thanks uh, a lot for being a part of the show. What was there? Something else? Oh, Yes. Later on, John Bell Edwards signed into law what's called veterans carry, where if you're a right. veteran and you have veteran on your ID, you can carry concealed without without training. So I started – I moved over to that because I was sick of paying the $125 and paying for another training class for the same thing. So, you know, I'm fortunate there. Yeah. Uh, now, if you keep your concealed carry permit – you get you still get the reciprocity advantage, meaning you you could drive on in the Mississippi and Texas, Arkansas, Alabama, Tennessee, a bunch of other states, uh-huh. and carry concealed there for reciprocity. You don't get reciprocity with with this new law. So there's still incentive to go ahead and get this permit. Now, as far as gotcha. as, as the instructors with the concealed carry permits. I think this is going to thin the herd. I think the mediocre instructors who do give bad information well, that's good. are going to get weeded out. All right. Well, that's one thing we can at least look forward to as they get those substandard teachers out of there. Brian, hey, thanks a lot for the time, man. Appreciate you being a part of the show so much. Antonio, stick around. We'll get to you as soon as we come back from this commercial break. And i got room for a couple more. Does this you know, imminent passage of this concealed carry bill, the permitless concealed carry. Does this make you feel more safe? I mean, forget about the sort of legal constitutional implications just for a second. Just set that aside and tell me about how it makes you feel. Are you going to be more scared or less scared? Let me know. Ian Hoke, BRB. On the Okanard Jewelers talking text line, I got a text here that says, Hey, Ian, I am a 55-year-old woman with a legal concealed carry permit. Legal, responsible gun owners already take the classes, but untrained carriers make me very afraid. Yeah, I I think that's kind of it, ma'am. I'm picking up what you're putting down. And people want to say, well, the the criminals already aren't carrying the permits. Well, they're supposed to be just because they're breaking the law. I mean, that 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 argument basically just boils down to criminals commit crimes, which is not interesting and doesn't really further the conversation. But to your point, Texter, legal responsible gun owners are already taking the classes. I, I think there's a real fear, as Sheriff Lapinto expressed, there won't even be classes available to take. In a couple of years. So legal, responsible gun owners. You might want to go out there and find a class to take. You know, Brian suggested, you know, well, it's OK if some of those 
some of those concealed carry classes go away because they're not very good. But if that number is zero, I don't think that's a good outcome. Here's a text that says, uh, guns don't bother me. Guns give people a sense of false bravado, just like anonymity on the Internet and how they act with it concerns me. Many car break-ins are thieves looking for guns. Watch how many more break-ins there will be around gun-free locations since you need to leave your gun somewhere. Yeah, okay, so if you're not allowed to bring a gun, you know, say into a school or a hospital or something like that, what do you do with it? You just leave it in your car, I guess, and people will know that. You can't bring your gun into the Superdome. So are we going to see an increased number of car break-ins around these places where people know there's going to be a large concentration of people? Therefore, there's going to be a larger concentration of unattended guns. I got a text from Teamster Travis who says, I'm seriously disturbed by permitless carry. I'm educated in and certified gun safety programs in Louisiana and Mississippi. And this is the exact situation that I feared when the red right wing took this position. I'm still spitting out the bad taste of Bobby Jindal. Governor Edwards was and is the last breath of fresh air. To be clear, Governor Edwards is certainly my candidate for president. Wow. Yeah, I said it. Thanks for the opportunity to vent. Keep the line open. Teamster Travis. Thanks, Travis. What's you know up? What, though, uh, Ian? What? I'm not sure, sir, that the gun training classes instructors are going to go away. I think just the bad ones are. Right. That's what Brian said, right? And, and the reason I think that is because I think about all the other trainings, like there's boxing classes, there's martial arts, there's Krav Maga, there's yoga. Yeah. So there, there are still people interested in some form of self-defense training, whether it's firearms or not. So I don't think they're going to go away. I think if a good instructor is really, really good, then just by word of mouth, the people are going to want to take that good instructor's class. I see. Yeah, that makes sense. Thank you for that offering, Coleman. Smart, my guy. Um, all right. Let's tuck in Antonio in New Orleans. You're on the air, my friend. What's going on today? Hey, how you doing? I was just commenting on the uh, the gun laws. A um, little bit about me. Uh, I was raised where my father was a policeman 40 years, uh, 28 years homicide, uh, investigating murders. He solved the most murders in the history of Louisiana. Worked on um, 850 to 900, solved over 700. Remind you that at the time, he didn't have... Uh, phones everything was going through file cabinets uh informants you know talking to people on the street yeah and razor and i grew up with uh dr frank Mignon, dr samuel gowan harry conic yeah and i used to go to the scene with my father and uh i think this is gonna everybody at the at the time back then this is going back 40 years ago okay it's called walking the beat you always had two policemen two policemen in a car right checking uh at night, they're sitting with the uh, flashlights. They're checking businesses. Their presence was there. But even though at that time we still had about 500 murders, we're in the top three in the country. It's always like, I think, Houston, uh, New Orleans, or Miami. And it shuffled a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you now, you got about eight, 900. And uh, something I've never heard anybody ever talk about. The police that's on the police force now, and they're counting how many policemen. Well, they're counting police that are in the motor pool. Human resources, um, and the uh, stables for yeah. the horses. Those are not beat cops. Yeah, yeah, you know, but they're still policemen. Okay, so mm-hmm. they count all that. So yeah. it's a little bit dishonesty there. But uh, I think it's going to hinder and it's going to create a problem. Untrained with the police, the police are going to see more guns out there in the street. And I get it. I want to have my right to have my gun. You know, I've carried a gun since I've been 
15 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, my father taught me, taught me well. I was very responsible, probably a little bit more responsible than most because he taught me even younger than that. And uh, I'm just telling you, I think it's going to be bad for the police, especially you're going to have more criminals now that shouldn't be carrying a gun that's going to have the gun. So yeah. we just don't need more guns my opinion out there in the streets i agree with you antonio and a lot of people agree with us man hey your perspective was really valuable today thanks for being a part of the show i gotta step away and get a look at traffic with dave brandon we'll come back and wrap up and say goodbye before i hand it off to uh the news at chris miller there and uh, a couple other bits of housekeeping i want to tuck in before i say goodbye for the day if you want to give me one more text message i might get a chance to read it 504-260-1870 ian hoken for scoot I'll be right back. Just a couple things to consider as they're wrapping up this tough on crime special session in Baton Rouge. Violent crime actually dropped in New Orleans last year as it did in Baton Rouge. Shreveport and Lafayette, however, did see jumps in the murder rate. 77% of Americans believe that crime in the United States has increased over the previous year. But the actual stats show violent crime data trending down. Hmm. We'll have a little bit more about that tomorrow, no doubt. I'm also going to talk to Matthew Johnson, who's a senior researcher at the Shepherd Pratt Center of Excellence for, wait, psilocybin research and treatment. Can psychedelics be used to treat things like post-traumatic stress disorder and depression, in particular with our nation's veterans? That should be an interesting conversation and a lot more after that. I got to thank Jordan, Coleman, Diane, Dan, and uh, Scoot for the opportunity. Chris Miller is coming up with more local news, and I'll see you all tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Please have a blessed evening. Take good care. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.